0: My number three is a new member of our family, not named Wit. I don't know if you can guess this. A
1: new member of she our family? is
0: an object that is big and white. Oh, and my goodness. This I am referring <laughs>
1: yeah. to.
0: I... The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode three, four, zero. It's well known that Black Friday is the busiest day of the year for shopping. But did you know that Black Friday is also the busiest day of the year for plumbers? Now that is a job I'm thankful I don't have to do. One of the things that I am most thankful for when it comes to us getting the opportunity to run our own business and have our podcast and have our website is that we have gotten to choose the companies that we work with and the brands that we partner with. And they're not companies that we just like. They're only companies that we absolutely love. And one of those, if you've listened to this podcast over the last three and a half years, you've heard it a bunch. I'm super thankful for my relationship with Tortuga Backpacks. Not only is it the backpack that I have taken around the world with me for the last three and a half half years, but it is the backpack that if any person came up and asked me what is the best travel backpack... I would point them to Tortuga. I would not and I could not send you to any other place on the internet other than TortugaBackpacks.com. So if this holiday season, you're out there and you're thinking, I want to treat myself to a new backpack or you want to buy one for your favorite traveler, check it out, TortugaBackpacks.com. And because they're an amazing partner of ours, you can use our special promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, and that'll get you 10% off anything that you order. Another one of the companies that falls under the we absolutely love them bucket is BluffWorks. And the cool thing about BluffWorks is that until Cyber Monday, November 26th, they're running an incredible sale up to 30% off most of their clothing, their chinos, their blazers, their dress shirts, and all that good stuff. So if you want to check out the travel clothing that I wear around the world, and to be honest, the chinos I wear when I'm not traveling, they're the only pants that I own. And the blazer is the only blazer that I own. So I wear it even when I'm not traveling. You can go to BluffWorks.com and 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 again, until Black Friday, their Black Friday sale goes to Cyber Monday, November 26th. You will get 30% off most of their items. So check that out if you're looking for an awesome gift for yourself or for someone else in your life. Bluffworks.com slash epop. That will get you 30% off most of the items on their site. Check it out. Lastly, I want to make you aware of an awesome once-a-year thing that we do over at EPOP. So if you're listening to this live, that means you're listening before Black Friday of 2018. You still have an opportunity to join our Black Friday Travel Hacking Masterclass. This is a three-hour session where I'm going to tell you every single thing that I know about frequent flyer miles. We are only doing this once in 2018. So if you wanna join our live session, it happens on Black Friday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. You could check that out by going to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash masterclass. If you miss it and you want to get the replay, we are opening up the replay for a few days, as well as if you can't come live but you still want to watch the masterclass, you can do that extrapackofpeanuts.com slash masterclass. We only do it once a year. I will brain dump all my travel hacking knowledge onto you in one three hour session. Plus, you get to ask me any question that you may have. It's one of my favorite days of the year, so check it out, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash masterclass, and I will see a lot of you on that session. It's going to be an absolute blast. Now, let's jump into this week's podcast. One, two, three. two, three, four, I'll show you Paris Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who unexpectedly has allowed me to take four boys trips over the last year, my <laughs> wife and constant travel companion, Heather.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that the year we had a kid, you decided you should take four solo trips, and I have yet to be on a solo trip. I mean, I That's, went on a solo trip with wit, <laughs> but not without Not a wit. true solo sure. trip. You always had the kid <laughs> with you. Well,
0: unexpectedly- I was able to get four trips on my own. That actually doesn't happen usually when we don't have a kid, but this year it did. And today, what we're talking about, this is our annual Thanksgiving thanks episode. And if you're new to the podcast, we do this every year, hence annual. And the idea behind this show is that we're looking back at our year, the previous 365 days, and pulling out things that we are unexpectedly thankful for. So things that we didn't think were going to happen if you would have talked to us last year at this time.
1: Yeah, there are always things that people are thankful for. General things, family, friends, a roof over your head. All those things, of course, we're grateful for. But to really dig in a little bit deeper and just think about the meaningful times in our life, we put this category of unexpected things, things I didn't expect to feel thankful for.
0: And so if you're listening and you are, if you're in the U.S. and you're heading to Thanksgiving, I urge you to, this is always a fun exercise for us, just to take some time to look back on the year, reflect on it and say, what what am I thankful for outside of the, the big things? And of course, those are great things to be thankful for. Friends, family, all that kind of stuff, our health. We, are cert- we certainly don't take it for granted, but we are diving a little deeper here to say, yeah, what happened that came about that really... We never would have imagined if you were to ask us this last year. And we each have six things, plus we have a bonus thing at the very end. And so hath and we do we don't know each other's lists, so whenever we do these very list true. episodes, I have no idea what Heather's gonna say she's thankful for unexpectedly. <laughs> so let's dive into it, ladies first. What is one of the things that you are unexpectedly thankful for over the past three hundred and sixty five days?
1: Woo! So what I'm most thankful for, I'm gonna start off with my number one, and it's kind of obvious, But it's a little bit of a different twist. So obviously, I'm thankful for Wit and for becoming a mom. And last year when we did this podcast, we had just had Wit. He was um, not even a a month month old. old. Not even a month old. So over the past year, what the unexpected part is, is just honestly how amazing it is to watch him grow into a small child, a toddler now. He's over one. And just how much we love him. And I don't want to gush too much. And if you don't have kids out there, before we had kids, we felt great about our lives. I'm not saying you have to have a kid, but when you do, (laughs) it's just impossible to describe how much you love this small person. And that to me was unexpected. It's just... It's overwhelming. It's amazing. We couldn't love wit anymore. He's such a fun little boy. It's really exciting to see him grow. He's walking all around. He's like sneaking up on us and playing peekaboo and doing all these cool things that a year ago, you know, he was just kind of like this cute little newborn, not doing anything, but sleeping and eating and, and crying. Right. And now he has such a personality. And uh, maybe you have this on your list, too. I, I do not have it know. on my list.
0: <laughs> it is surprising how quick he has grown up. It's cliche, but it's true. I Mine is in no particular order yeah. of most to least important. It was just what came off the top of my head first. So my first one is... A little less beautifully said, and a little <laughs> more humorous. Okay. And I am thankful for family resorts in Majorca. Okay. So we went in June to Majorca with Jason from Zero to Travel, and it was Heather and I in wit. So we had our little crew, and it was Jason and his daughter Ellie, and she was two years old at that point. And we decided that we want to have a vacation together when we launched the Paradise Pack. But in order to have some to, to make it easier, we went to a family resort. Now, yeah,
1: well, especially because Jason has Ellie and she's two, so she's eating real food. I mean, at this point, Wit was just mostly, you know, nursing and having a bottle and all that. So Jason was like, I don't wanna to have to cook or think about what I'm feeding my daughter the whole time that I'm there.
0: Yeah, let's make it easy. And so we we went to a family resort. We had we've never been to a family resort. Before. Before we had certainly never been to a European family resort, and I think when we first got there, all of us thought, "Oh, what, <laughs> what have, have we gotten ourselves yeah, into?" We done? <laughs> like we're independent travelers, we're always planning our own stuff, and here we are on a all-inclusive, essentially family resort in Majorca with a ton of European vacationers who are there with their families. You know, it wasn't super cheap, but it was not super expensive either. So we're Essentially, in the pool with five hundred screaming kids, and I. At well, that's first, a little bit of an exaggeration. Maybe it wasn't five 50. Yeah, <laughs> in each pool, and there was like five pools. So, all right. And we, I at first thought, oh no. But what I came to realize, and the reason I'm thankful for it, is in two ways. One, it was easy. So yes, after five days of eating in this cafeteria place with literally five hundred. Well, it, it
1: was a dining room, but it was buffet style. Yeah, and buffet. and the, the meal times were absolute chaos. They were chaos. And not enjoyable.
0: Right. So after that four or five days, we kind of were, were over that. But what I enjoyed was it was a different way to travel. So we got to see something totally new. It was easy because it was a nice place. We had the pool right outside. It was great for wit to swim in, for us to swim in. And so e- even though there was a lot of people there, it was actually some, in some ways a little more relaxing because everything was taken care of. And the other thing that it made me thankful for was the fact that it gave me a bit of perspective in how lucky we are that we do and have gotten to travel all over the world in a way, independently, planning our own stuff, going off the beaten path in a way that a lot of people either don't have the time, money or or maybe just don't think they can do. So it put it in perspective how great some of the other trips we've taken have been while also being better than I expected in its own right. So Sea C- C- Club Alcudia, <laughs> it was cool. It was good for what it was. We actually extended a few we extra did. days we in my We were like,
1: oh, when we first arrived, we thought, oh, man, this is going to be kind of brutal and maybe we won't want to stay here the whole time. And then it just was easy to stay there and it was really comfortable and the service was really good. So we actually stayed three extra nights Right. more for than we total- of, to.
0: of one week, we were originally going to do I think four or five nights, and we end up staying seven or eight nights. So, yeah, I'm thankful for family resorts in Mallorca for giving us a, a bit of perspective and for being fun in its own right.
1: Awesome. Well, my next one is also kind of bringing it back to the family aspect, and and then I promise it'll be more like travel related things. But the second thing I'm most thankful for, and these are just the first two that popped into my head, how unexpected it was that. Not that you're a good dad, but to watch you become a dad. Oh, <laughs> I knew you good would save be there. Good I knew save. you would be a good dad, but it's unexpected like how good of a dad you are. Trav is a really great dad and watching him play with wit and take care of wit, and it's more of a partnership than I've seen with a lot of other families. And I think a lot of that has to do with our work life and circumstances, we both work from home and we can be available and make our schedules and all of that. But Trav, from the very beginning, would wake up in the night with wit, and because, you know, sometimes I was nursing, but sometimes we gave him formula, you could give him a bottle. And you did, and you most of the time did it without complaining, which is pretty nice. So it was just unexpected how well Trav transitioned into that because the first week we had wit, Trav's used to a lot of sleep. And he was a little sleep deprived. I like eight
0: hours at least. (laughs) Or
1: more. He was a little sleep deprived. And that first week I was thinking, oh man, if Trav doesn't get enough sleep, this is just going to be really, really hard. But it got better and you're just such a fabulous dad and I'm really, really thankful for that.
0: Well, oh, thank you. Man, Heth went all nice and loving and emotional <laughs> with her first few. I Well,
1: I'm a mom now, so I'm I more... went That's right. I went the other way. More emotions.
0: I appreciate it. I did wake up. At, maybe she's feeling that way because I was the one who woke up this morning with him two hours early and played with him mm-hmm. downstairs. So she got a little extra sleep. So I'm, she's feeling yeah. the love. I appreciate that. <laughs> My number two is a product, and I'll see if Ooh, you can guess this, a that product. I never thought I would care about obviously before having a kid but is something that has
1: oh, unexpectedly my if you are even talking about this Duna stroller I am
0: you are so my obsessed number 2 with this. is this stroller car seat combo called the Duna D O O N A it's on our gift guide which just came out last week so if you guys are interested in all the best gifts for travelers including an infant travel section you can check that out extrapackofpeanuts.com/gifts everything is there but this Duna stroller so our first trip our first couple trips we took with our little guy, we were lugging around a huge stroller, which is great, but is, you know, is really heavy and heavy duty, and a car seat. And it was a ton. And I thought, man, I can't travel like this. Like I feel like a pack mule. We're the people who take up the whole aisle, you know, or walkway in the airport. It was so much stuff to carry around for this little human. So I looked into it and I found this thing called the Duna. And we got one. And the Duna stroller is a car seat and stroller combo. So you just hit a button and it folds up into a car seat, which means...
1: So it has no base. The base is attached to it, which I will say when we were in Vancouver, which is the first time we we took the Duna on a trip, I went alone to Vancouver and then Trav joined me later. And I remember we were sharing a car with our friends Courtney and Caleb and me and Trav and Wit. and we would never have been able to fit our other stroller in that car with all of our stuff. Or the
0: car seat either.
1: Because of the base though. The base takes up so much room, Well, on the Duna, it's just attached to the the car seat, so it just pops up under it, and you don't have to have room in your trunk, which is amazing. So
0: the wheels just fold up if it's a car seat and come down if it's a stroller. It's about the same weight as a regular car seat, except obviously it doubles as a stroller. It's the awesomest invention (laughs) I've seen in the last year. It's incredible, and it's it's perfect for traveling parents because you don't have to lug around all this stuff or you don't have to go to another country and rent or buy a car seat. A lot of Which people do that. Right, because you don't want to like carry a car seat around so you buy it in another country. Or if you rent it when you rent a car, it, it you know sometimes it, it was more expensive in Mallorca to rent a car seat. It was like $15 a day for the car seat. It was $10 a day for the car. So now we don't have to worry about that. I love the Duna Stroller. (laughs) Obviously, it's unexpected because I didn't even know it existed last year. I didn't know I'd be raving about car seats. But when something's that amazing, I have to tell people about it. So unexpected, super thankful for the Duna Stroller.
1: Awesome. Well, my third thing that I am thankful for is how... Relatively easy it is to travel with an infant. So, still being able to travel, we traveled a ton in the past year. And before we had a kid, everybody was like, oh man, you're obviously going to just stop traveling. Or, oh, we travel with our kid and it's so much harder and it's so much work. And maybe because we were prepared for the absolute worst. How many trips do you think that we took over the past year? At least 15.
0: Yeah, I haven't counted them. We'll do that there. Our year sure. in review podcast, which will come out in the beginning of January. But Witt's already
1: been on numerous flights. And honestly, it's just not that bad. Obviously, once they're walking, now that Wit's walking, it's a little more challenging. But also the older they get, the more they're interested in watching a movie for two hours, which Wit is not into at all. So... I think that the past year it's been unexpected really how seamless our trips have been. Yeah, we have some more stuff and we have to hold a little baby when we're when we're flying, but those are awesome moments because you get to snuggle and it's just I haven't found it to be really that bad at all.
0: It is easier than I imagined. That being said, I have not done it with wit on my own. You have taken yeah, I mean, trips with just him and you where you have taken flights I haven't yet but i'm with you that it's it's not this end all and be all or it's not this crazy situation at least it hasn't been for us yet and yes we don't have twins and yes he's not two or three you know and it's people, just
1: one but, kid and not three or four right. or whatever
0: I, it can be difficult for for certain people we're not saying that but it has been easier than we thought and that's and i think part of it is just saying you know what we're going to do it anyway yeah. And you go and you do it, and if you, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel because you're going somewhere right. cool.
1: And the thing to remind yourselves is that no matter if you're traveling with children or not, you can have a bad trip as a single adult. So <laughs> travel isn't always going to be perfect, and whether you have kids or not, you can have a bad or a good experience. So it's kind of just all relative. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it it makes sense. Uh, my number three. Is a new member of our family, not named Wit. Who I don't know if you can guess this. A new member of she our family. She is an object that is big and white.
1: Oh and my goodness.
0: This I am referring <laughs> yeah. to.
1: I I did not put this on the list, maybe because I've tried to repress the memory of her.
0: This is old Bessie.
1: Oh my gosh. Which is
0: my nineteen eighty nine G uh G twenty conversion van that I bought out in Montana. If you guys don't know the story, you the whole story is on a podcast on a podcast called So I Bought a Van. And to give you just the brief overview and why I'm so excited and so thankful about this is unexpectedly I now we now own a van mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. Heather wants to rip the guts out of it like the inside and redo because it because
1: it's not well right a very I mean, comfortable it's, place for wit and me to join you on trips. It's, it's
0: 30 it's 30 years old and it's it's seen original, better days.
1: Original carpeting original all carpeting. over the van like even on the walls.
0: Yes. So <laughs> it, it needs a little upkeep inside but why I'm so thankful for this is a, a completely unexpected. I had no idea this would happen but I was out in Montana. I was on one of those many guys trips I took this year and on the, we were going to fly home. And I just happened to say, wouldn't it be cool to my buddy, who you guys might know if you listen to this podcast before, Napkins, hashtag love napkins. Him and I were going to fly home together a week after everyone else left. We were going to give ourselves a week in Montana and, and out west. And we were planning on renting a car and this and that. I thought, what if we just bought something and then tried to drive it home from there, which is what happened. So I'm super thankful that Napkins was willing to. Engage in this crazy adventure of me of driving 20, I think 2300 miles or 2200 miles in a 29 year old van that is not the cleanest inside. And that probably in my head when we started, I told him I thought it was 50 50, whether it would make it home. Really it was like thirty seventy. I was oh pretty gosh. sure we were gonna have a major problem with the van. We and you did not. still did it. So
1: Oh, I'm so glad I wasn't on that trip. I would have been so stressed out.
0: Thankful for napkins for being able for being willing to drive home in her it also has no air conditioning and this mm-hmm. was August. So thanks for napkins. Thanks to Heth when I tried to FaceTime her in to look at the van for allowing me to buy it. She was just like I, I didn't think I was going to and you literally were just like yeah, I mean, if you think it's a cool idea, just go for it. And that, liter- that made me say, yep, I'm going to do it. I was on the fence leaning towards, Trav, this is probably a, a dumb idea. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get stuck in Minnesota. But how many
1: times have we thought something might be not the best idea? And then we did it anyway, like starting our own business. And right. you just, if you say no sometimes, I feel like you might not regret it because you don't know what could have happened. But if you say yes, Something really cool could happen, like driving across the country in a van, and it didn't break down, and that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I have to finish my thanks for this. Thanks to old Bessie, of course, (laughs) for literally not only making it across the country, but not having any issues. Shocking. Uh, My buddy... He took money out of the ATM. All this is in the podcast. If you want, to, if you want the full story, so I bought a van. He had to take money out of an ATM, like fifteen hundred bucks, so I could pay because my credit card wa- or my card wasn't working. So thanks to my buddy John for that. Um, yeah, it was just all this confluence of things that converged to make an absolutely epic trip and one that crossed two huge items off my to-do list in life. One was to, to buy a van, to have to have a camper van, an RV, what have you. The other was to go across the country. And Yes, we started in Montana and we only got to the East Coast, but that's far enough for me to consider. Well, here's, I the, here's
1: the deal. I would like to take a trip in Bessie, but here are some things that Trav has to do. Number one, take Bessie to the shop, get her inspected in Pennsylvania, and make her a little bit nicer. So maybe next year on the Thanksgiving podcast, I can mention Old Bessie. But this year, she's not on my list.
0: She's, not on, <laughs> she's on my list, though. Oh, that's awesome! Love you. Yep. What
1: a what a fun trip. The fourth thing that I am thankful for is just our lifestyle in general. Because again, in the past year, we had wit and we still traveled, but we also stayed home. And while we were at home, we tried to get a lot of work done and we have a great support system here. And I'm just incredibly thankful that we have these businesses, that we have the podcast, that we can work from home and create our own jobs and our own schedules. And and on top of that, I'm also thankful for the family around us that help us out with Wit because my sister moved back from Nashville and Trav's sister is also here. They actually moved in together. They live down the street. They help out all the time. Trav's mom retired, which was, you know, she was planning to do it, but it was unexpected because we didn't think that she'd be watching Wit, but she watches him Two times a week when we're at home, which is incredibly helpful for us to get work. She's done. watching
0: them right now as we this podcast. Right Any podcast you listen to, it's because my mom is watching <laughs> Wit usually.
1: So I'm just really grateful for our actual lifestyle and those things on top of that. Like our family members and our support system.
0: My fourth thing that I'm thankful for is in-person experiences. So we have met some of epop listeners out there in the world. Um, over this last year, which has been awesome, we were at TravelCon, which was a great in-person experience in Austin. I got to meet a ton of travel bloggers and writers and people in the travel world that I I have talked to, I've had on the podcast, but I've never met in person. We got to uh, go to Podcast Movement and meet other podcasters again. Some people have listened who listen to the show, so thank you guys. You know all that stuff, and it was capped off by something I've always, always wanted to do. And that is run a retreat or a conference. And for our Location Indie community, we finally did this to a, to a bigger degree when we did it in Dem, when we had a Denver experience. We called it Den-X. That was the end of September of 2018. We had 35 people from the Location Indie community come out, plus the five or six people who work with us at Location Indie. So we had a group of like a little over 40. And we had a week... Well, it was like a weekend plus, three or four days days. where half the day was business and jamming on that and helping people get through stuff. Half the day was super fun travel activities, where that was going to a baseball game, going to a ping pong bar, like going out to great meals and breweries. Just a really, really fun time. It's something that Heather and I have talked about a lot, trying to do more in-person stuff um, with our location indie community, with doing E-pop meetups, all that kind of stuff. So this is the beginning of trying to do more of those in-person experiences. And it was just an absolutely fantastic time in Denver. We're doing another one for our location indie community in February in Mexico called MexX. Mex-X. And little bit of a heads up, we will be holding a conference in Philadelphia, at least we're planning on it. September 2019 that's gonna be open to anyone, whether you're a member of the Location Indie community or not. So our plan is to do a bigger conference there too, because I just feel like you cannot there's you cannot underestimate how amazing it is to actually have people meet up in person and get to meet other travelers and other people who want to be location independent and just get to to hang out and chat and become friends. It's so incredible. And I'm really glad we got to do some of that this past year.
1: Yeah, it it's definitely amazing in this digital world of everybody being on social media and on their phones. And it's kind of like you can definitely get caught up in that whole scene. But what really matters is people in person in real life and connecting with them and sharing your ideas and your your love for travel and work and all of these things. And it's just, it's an incredible thing. And it also kind of, I touch on that on my list as well, which is my last one. But before I get to that, my fifth one is, I'm really grateful for being more organized with our business and and our team and managing our team. And I think also it comes back a little bit to having a kid. It's kind of forced us to be more organized because we can only work when we, well, Trav, Trav works most of the time because I'm with WIT a lot of the
0: time. But
1: for me to work...
0: I work when I need a break from the kid <laughs> it, from WIT. I'm like, oh,
1: I gotta go to work. Anyway, having a third person in our group, you know, having WIT, has made us be more organized because we have to plan out when we can actually work. Whereas before it was just Trav and me, we could do whatever we wanted. There was no one else to think about. So this year we have become a lot more organized. We've streamlined our businesses a little more you know we had all those airbnb properties that we bought and then after we bought the last one in january i said let's try not try not to i kind of said you're not allowed to buy anymore for the rest of the year which
0: unexpectedly maybe you're thankful for that i haven't you
1: haven't i am thankful for that because it has allowed us to really concentrate and focus on all of our other businesses and make the airbnbs that we have hopefully the best that they can be. So it's kind of like we've scaled back in some areas, but we've pushed forward in the organizational department. And that to me is really exciting. And I'm really unexpectedly grateful for that because it's something I've been wanting to do for a lot of years and it's just hard harder than you would think to be organized with your business.
0: Yeah, and when you're running a bunch of different ones and I think that harkens back a little bit to the in-person experiences. Why I said it was I'm unexpectedly thankful for them is that nothing was planned out last year. We didn't know Denver would happen. We didn't know we we're going to go to these conferences. So unexpectedly we went to these and 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 ran our own and did that. Next year It probably won't be on our unexpected Thanksgiving thanks list because we are sitting down and planning stuff out, which again is in the long run, the better way to do stuff as I am starting to learn and slowly (laughs) starting to become a habit. The fifth thing on my list that I'm unexpectedly thankful for, and this started so over 365 days ago I started on this. But the reason I'm putting it on the list is I never actually thought it would exist. And that is the app that we created Jetto. And so this has been the a thing that I've wanted to create for 3 oh, uh, three years. plus years, uh-huh. maybe maybe 4 at this point, probably 4 at this point. And I just never after fits and starts and I tell the story of this if you want to if you want to hear the whole story of it. Um, there is a po- a full podcast called the origin story of, of Jetto or Jetto, the origin story. And I just, after fits and starts of trying to get it ready, I never, and get it out. It just never happened. So I never thought it would exist. Fast forward a little bit to last fall. So September, October, and I met uh, a good, or Nicky, a guy I had met. Um, so I'm very thankful for him, a developer, he started working on it. But at this point last year, it was not out to the public. It it, it wasn't working like we had laid yeah, the groundwork. You weren't work.
1: sure if it would be a thing. You right. weren't sure if it would be developed into an app at all. Right.
0: And so fast forward again, February 2018, Jetto hit the... I guess you want to call it the market, the app store, the Google Play store. And now it's been going strong and we have had a bunch of people download it. We've had people book trips. We uh, you know, we get messages in all the time. And if you have the Jetto app and you've either booked a trip or thought about it, please let us know. Send me a message. I We love to hear those testimonials um, because we know people are out there booking trips. We've had people book honeymoons using the Jetto app. We've had people... Book crazy trips to Tahiti uh, for their family of six, which was amazing. We actually through the Jetto just app.
1: booked our first trip with the Jetto app, where we are going to my favorite country, Croatia, with Trav's family, and those tickets were three
0: hundred and thirty-two dollars round yeah. trip from Philadelphia. So it's just to me, I'm so thankful for for the people using it, for the people who have gotten it, have given us feedback, have sent us uh, testimonials. But I'm ultimately thankful that this. This idea that I had that I couldn't kill because I just wanted out there. I wanted a way for people to find when there's cheap flights came up and they're 40 and 50 and 70% off the regular price that they could just get them. And forever, it didn't exist and there wasn't a way to do it. And uh, yeah, an idea that I couldn't kill for years now exists and i can look yeah. at my phone and touch the app and i could tell someone to download it and, and they could get it right now such
1: a cool app nikki is an amazing developer the app is beautiful to look at and super easy to use and it's just exciting getting all those cheap flight deals it gives you major wanderlust and hopefully i know is it is it bad be able is, to it, book is, a trip is it from
0: weird it? that every time i get a Jeto alert <laughs> on my phone i get like a really excited that it's working and be a little bit proud that oh this is something we created no I-
1: not Oh, you so, should be proud of it. It's awesome, and if you don't have it, you should definitely download it. It's free to download.
0: Yep, Jetto, J E T T O,
1: and it is on our gift guide as um, giving someone the gift of the premium subscription right. for the year because who doesn't want all the deals possible coming to your phone so that you can book those awesome trips? Yeah,
0: three and and like you said, we just booked to Croatia, three hundred thirty-two bucks. That's so awesome. thank you, Jetto, unexpectedly <laughs> taking us to Croatia in twenty nineteen.
1: Awesome. My last thing, not my last thing, but my last thing on this podcast, my number 6 thing that I'm unexpectedly thankful for. It ties into what Trav was saying about meeting people. And that's what it is. It's meeting new people and going to these live in-person things where we met lots of awesome cool people. We got to meet up with friends that we already knew that we don't get to see that that often, but most importantly, I'm really thankful for meeting This one person, Vanessa, whose enthusiasm for life is just contagious and amazing and she is super organized. She used to be a teacher and she just started her journey to location independence where she's trying to build up her business and travel anywhere she wants, anytime she wants. So obviously, it fits right in with our lifestyle. And Vanessa is actually coming to stay with us as we are recording this podcast. Literally
0: after this podcast is over, I'm going to pick her up at the airport. Yep,
1: And she is going to help us just plan and strategize our next year, which is why I wanted to do my other note first, like my number five was that we are becoming more organized. And this jumps right on top of that. We're actually having somebody come in who is amazing to help us make our work life more amazing and more structured. Yeah.
0: She's an organization expert and she is, she is crazy organized. And so for three days, she's coming here in Philly where we're pawning wit off on my mom. Thank you, mom. (laughs) Uh, And we are going to dive into our whole plan for 2019 All the businesses from EPop to Location Indie to the Paradise Pack to Jetto, and also our travel plans. So, talk about becoming more organized. I think we're flipping from no organization at all to possibly being like on the high side of being organized, like more organized than probably most people. With with built in spontaneity, we should say. The cool thing about being more organized is then in my mind and and what's happened and I've seen in my life, the more organized I am, the more it breeds spontaneity, which sounds counterintuitive. But if your base stuff is organized and you know when your big projects are happening and all this stuff that you have, like planning a conference has to start nine months out, which is why we're planning it now for September, 2019. You can't just snap your fingers and say, oh, we want to have a 500 person conference. Like that's not going to happen. So What's cool is putting these big pieces in place and then allowing the spontaneity to drip through um, the cracks of, you know, of where the where yeah. the where we have the room well,
1: because, that. you know, we can't be too structured. That, just no, I, I, that would drive me a little too insane. So
0: I'm very excited. So I also am thankful for Vanessa coming. I'm a little worried. I think she's going to put me through the ringer for the next three days. That's why I've cleared my whole calendar. We've given it to my mom and I'm a little, I'm ready to be like the whipping boy here because for me, organization, <laughs> not my strong suit. So I'm going to have Heather and- I
1: know. I'm so excited to have a person in my corner.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have Heather and Auntie V, as we call her. Um, really laying it down to me and making me put some, put some committed things down on the calendar. So yeah, well, you'll hear all about that over the next couple podcasts, but, or, you know, as that comes out, but organization and TV also thankful. F- um, I'm also thankful for that the sixth thing on my list until we get to the one that's our joint. Thanks. My sixth thing is new destinations that surprised me. So over this year, I've gotten to go. We've gotten to go to a few different places that are new. You know, each year we go back to some places and we find new places. But I feel like the new places we went this year were just even better than I thought they would be. So I'll give you a few examples. Budapest. We both were really excited to go to Budapest. Had heard great things. But it surprised me how cool, like it was even cooler than I thought. Yeah. To the fact that it becomes it is one of my favorite cities and certainly one of my favorite European cities. So for me, it, it was unexpected that it was, that it even met my expectations. Plus, plus, plus. How about for you?
1: Yeah. It's such a beautiful city. It, was our first international trip with WIT, so that will always be special in my mind. He was only about seven and a half months when we started the trip. So he was
0: crazy jet lag, so we we'll always have those memories of pushing around in a stroller at like 10 a.m. and him literally being passed <laughs> out, like just dead to the world.
1: Yeah, but I also think that was a really good time to travel because he wasn't really on the move yet. So it's just a beautiful city. We loved the architecture and the cafes and the restaurants and... Yeah, it was just that was a, that was an awesome time. I was it, unexpected by that city being as cool as I. Yeah, it's neat it was.
0: when something exceeds expectations. Another place, and I had I didn't really think of this place. We knew we were going to go here, but it was super relaxing and absolutely gorgeous. We went to Kelowna in British Columbia just for three days. We were in Vancouver. I'd been to Portland on a boys trip before that, and Heather was up in Vancouver, so I met her, and we went out to Kelowna. And I, we had driven through the Okanagan before, we had driven through Interior BC, and it was gorgeous, but we never spent time there. And it was one of my favorite memories of this past year was just sitting... On our deck, looking out at the lake, laying on the beach at the lake. Oh, it
1: was so relaxing. And there are wonderful wineries around that area that we went to. And we got to hang out with you know some of our favorite people, Crystal and Courtney and Caleb. And that's always fun. And just to be able to be at... We love being at lakes and oceans during the summer. So it's kind of the epitome of what we want to be doing in the summertime.
0: And I had no idea what it would look like. I didn't do any research before, so there were no expectations and it it blew away those no expectations. It was awesome. The last kind of thing that I'll mention for me, and this wasn't a, a guy's trip, so Heather wasn't on it, <laughs> but that okay. surprised me was just how amazing it was to drive through Wyoming. And I only spent a day in Wyoming. This was when mm-hmm. I had old Bessie and we were driving from Montana, but Wyoming, wow. I would I want to live in Wyoming? Probably not. It's a little too remote and barren for me, but the drive through there and the small towns we stopped in and sitting eating peanut butter and jelly in the back of old Bessie with the doors open while we were in Cody, Wyoming, like right downtown. Just one those of those magical things, memories that yeah, you'll have forever. It was one of the best parts of that trip for sure. So number six, just these new destinations we went to that, that definitely exceeded expectations and surprised yeah. me.
1: Yeah. I for sure am a little jealous of that trip. And, you know, I know that in the future we will be doing a trip like that. Maybe even next year, maybe we'll plan it out these next few days. But I think we're super blessed to be American. And yeah, I know with the political landscape right now. Come on, we ain't getting the that Thanksgiving Thanks episode. But all of that aside, just the country that we live in is so magical. And, majestic honestly being out west and seeing some of those amazing national parks that i've never seen
0: yeah i, I really want i could just riff that. on the i mean i did say old Bessie, i was thankful for but the trip itself yeah. camping in the badlands mm-hmm. wyoming yeah uh, yep yeah, i'm just going through decatur Iowa. over here oh yeah it was That's great drooling so for me that was unexpectedly awesome the last thing and we capped off last year's show with this but it's still, again, every year I have to pinch myself. It's unexpected to me, and and I we're super thankful for this. And this is both of us, hath you and I, this podcast and the listeners and the whole team that put it together. It is the most systemized and organized part of our any of our businesses <laughs> for sure. It's I think if I had to if I have to rank it, it's like picking your favorite child. Probably the most fun part of any of my businesses is getting to record podcasts.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I know that you interview a lot of people on some of them, but the ones that we get to do together because I'm a part of that Are so much fun. We love doing this. We love recounting our trips and giving you guys tips and recommendations and telling you about what to pack if you're if you have a baby this past year. All these cool things. And when we did the throwdown showdown series, which I think that we're gonna probably record a few more because all of you have given us some good ideas for other debate episodes. It's just so exciting, and we love doing it and we love getting the feedback and we want to keep doing it, so keep giving us your ideas for content because hopefully in a year from now we'll still be thanking all of you for listening.
0: Yeah I when we started this oh five and a half years ago I never ever in my wildest dreams would have imagined that we A would be doing it so long and B that it would become as successful and that we would have and by successful I'm talking download numbers and all that stuff but also just the impact that we've been able to have, and and hearing your stories, and also, the the relationship we're able to have with with you, the listener, and people writing in and oh, getting I to us on Instagram, your Instagram and Twitter
1: messages like, "Oh, I I did this like eight mile run. Thanks for doing this podcast so that I could listen during my eight mile run."
0: Thank you just... at Neverending Voyage.
1: <laughs> so many cool messages. We love hearing from you guys, and it's just really inspiring. And it's it's a way to connect if you can't connect in person,
0: right? And so I'm just going to run through a, a tiny bit of the numbers that blow me away because all of you are a part of this. So I wrote down the total downloads that we've had for this show since the very beginning of what it started. And we came out with 2,923,387. But I just refreshed and there have been 300, almost 300 downloads since we actually started recording this. So we're at... As of right now, (laughs) 2,923,664 downloads. So we are creeping up on 3 million total downloads all time, which is incredible. This is our 340th show. Right now, as we speak, there are 341 ratings and reviews on iTunes. So if you guys haven't rated and reviewed it, that's always super helpful. We don't ask for that anymore because, hey, 341 of you have done it. But if you haven't ever before and you like the show, we'd love to see that number skyrocket right after the show. That's always cool. So feel free to do that over on iTunes. And had you mentioned this. For me... It's amazing that I get to do shows with you. So, you know, what, half the show, 60% of shows have you on as an amazing co-host. Thank you very much. And get to like talk to amazing people in the last week, just to give you an idea and for a little teaser for anyone listening who loves the show, here's what we've got coming out over the next couple months. In the last week, here's a cross-section of people I've been able to interview. An Australian who lives in Paris and is going to give the best tips for how to do Paris affordably. Which and, I cannot wait to right, listen to. And who re- rode a red scooter all around France. Awesome story. Ollie, Ollie G. G. An American living in Paris. I don't always interview people living in Paris. This was weird. Back to back. An American living in Paris who has literally written the guidebook on Morocco and who helped during the show put together an incredible itinerary for that country. So My
1: number one destination. I know you're excited for
0: that. I got to interview Seth Kugel, the former New York Times frugal traveler, columnist, author of a new book, and he literally had me laughing and smiling for an hour and 15 minutes. The guy is absolutely hilarious. Got to interview a pilot who gives us the inside scoop on what it's really like to be a pilot, including some stuff I had no idea about, and we've never had a pilot on on 340 episodes, wow. so that'll that's be very fun. Cool. And a lawyer turned travel blogger who reveals to us some of the world's best emerging destinations, and whose favorite country in the world is the same as mine, coincidentally. So, like, that's just five interviews I got to do in the last week, and that'll be coming out on the sh- on the EPop podcast over the next couple months. We'll be dripping those out. So. I mean, could I be more lucky? Could I be more fortunate? I get to record with you. We get to bring napkins on. Hashtag love napkins is a recurri- <laughs> recurring recurring co-host. Show. And I get to interview some amazing people and we get to interact with you, the listener, which is awesome. So I want to say thank you to people behind the scenes who make it happen. Chris, our longtime editor. This would never this show. I was editing it myself, I think, up to like maybe episode 50, 55. It never would have oh, got past yeah, that episode. You
1: told me that you wanted to stop doing yes. it just because you didn't want to edit it.
0: So, Chris, we have you to <laughs> thank, thank you, Chris. for basically the last 300 episodes or so because uh, it would not exist if I had to still edit it. Tiffany and Casey, who work behind the scenes, put up the show notes, get everything ready, help schedule guests. They're amazing. And of course, Hath, you and uh, and Napkins, too, people who come on and- continue to co-host with me and make this amazing show lastly you guys for listening it goes without saying without listeners and without you interacting with us we wouldn't want to do it it wouldn't be near as fun so thank you for listening for making us the number one travel podcast this day and for downloading us 2,923,664 <laughs> times
1: yes a huge thanks to everyone out there
0: don't forget guys if you want the show notes you can get those extra pack of peanuts.com slash shows I'd be remiss if I didn't thank as well our sponsors, Tortuga Backpacks and Bluffworks. Thankfully, I know a lot of podcasts out there have sponsors that might have nothing to do with their show. We have, in my in my mind, the two best travel brands out there, especially in their own niches, with Tortuga, who I love, and Bluffworks, who I love. So I love that, too. That is an unexpected thing that I'm thankful for. When we started the show, I didn't know we'd be able to have sponsors of products that I would go to bat for 100% and absolutely love. So t- check that out, Totuga Backpacks and Bluffworks.com for travel clothing. Last piece of, uh, last note, time sensitive. If you're listening to this live when it comes out, one time in 2018, Heth, we are doing our Travel Hacking Masterclass. On Black Friday. On Black Friday. So if you're listening, you're like, I want to learn more about frequent flyer miles. I want to learn how to travel cheaper. I am doing a three-hour live session on Black Friday starting at 11 a.m. Eastern. If you can't make it live, you can also sign up and get the recording. We only do it once a year. It's on Black Friday again this year. You can check it out, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash masterclass. Again, that's everything I know about frequent flyer miles and cheap flights given to you in one three-hour chunk. So basically, if you know nothing or even if you know a little bit, you can turn into an eight or nine out of 10 in one three-hour chunk. You can learn it all. Extra pack of peanutscom slash masterclass. You can sign up there for that if you're interested. Whew. We have a lot to be thankful for. Super thankful for you guys for the support. As always, please keep those tweets. Keep those Instagram posts. I don't know what you call Direct
1: it when, messages. Well, we're like when <laughs> someone...
0: A it those comments. comments. Your Instagram A comment? comments A comment? coming. Um, we really, really appreciate it. And until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris.